Welcome to the Connor Andrews Show Podcast. Ray, you're not a wine drinker, are you? Uh, no, I am. I, I go to the uh, uh, Naramata Bench about every year, and then uh, I go to Oliver too. What? Oh, uh, so you're pick up wine, yeah. So you're a fan of the BC wine? Yeah. <laughs> I think what you should do, Ray, is you should call in sick and you should go get in line at a liquor store this morning because I think they said there's 160,000 cases in the AGLC warehouses right now, but after that, that's it. No way. Hey, I'll check into it. Okay. I'm Garner Andrews doing what I can to create mass hysteria. Uh, Garner, you were talking about the things people have called in sick for. My three besties and I called in sick Friday, May 7th, 2004, so we could have a sleepover and watch the final episode of Friends together. I was 22 at the time. I'm still friends with those three girls. We're all in our mid-30s now. Two of us have kids. And as stupid as this sounds, that is one of my all-time favorite memories. Four friends calling in sick, watching Friends, and staying up all night. Uh, Well, you know what? That actually sounds like a scene from a Renee Zellweger movie, doesn't it? That doesn't sound like real life. This is the music, by the way, what I listen to when I drink wine. Mm, this is good wine drinking music right here. Garner! Please welcome this morning's Garner Andrews Show featured listener! Hi, my name is Alex, and I went to high school with Coleman Health. And at a house party, he once kicked the ever-loving crap out of me. I bumped into him in the hallway and I caused him to spill some beer. The next thing I know, we're going through a tumble out the back door into the yard, and when he landed on top of me, he gave me a few good shots right in the head. Are you able to be a fan of him now, or are you bitter forever? I actually do like his music. I didn't even know it was him until someone told me months after the fact. I had a good laugh, actually, when I figured out it was him. Another Garner Andrews Show featured listener. Yay! If you'd like to be featured on a future broadcast, text 10029. Sonic 1029. Garner? Uh, somebody else says on the text machine, when you ban something, all you do is create a black market for that thing. Oh. This person goes on to say, I don't know if I'm supposed to be talking about this. Since they ban menthol cigarettes, they sell menthol cigarettes on the black market. I didn't even know you could still get menthol cigarettes. Is that just in Alberta? Or is it Canada-wide that they banned them? I asked this person for more details, but they've gone radio silent. They probably think I'm the man. I'm not the man. I'm just curious. There's black market meat, too, but I don't think that's because they banned meat. I think that's just people saying meat's too expensive, so they sell it on the black market. What are you selling on the black market other than weed? Because I know you're doing that. The Garner Andrews Show Podcast. Garner! I feel like I need to tell you again... You are the most interesting people in the world. Way more interesting than anyone you see down at the internet or on reality TV. You're doing some interesting things. Some of those things are illegal. Some people might say those things are immoral. But we stumbled onto the topic of black market stuff. Because somebody had texted and said, well, all this Rachel Notley BC wine ban is going to do is create a black market for it. It's not illegal. They're just not going to sell it in our liquor stores. I guess you could still go there and pick it up yourself. You probably can't resell it here, though, I would think. 
Um, but everybody, apparently we've got somebody dabbling in uh, unpasteurized milk. They buy that on the black market. I had no idea. Black market meat, black market pets. What kind of pets are you buying? I need to talk to that person too. Now, is this who I think this is? Is this, hang on. Is your friendly neighborhood cigarette dealer? Okay, so here's the thing. You text me and you sell. You said that you sell menthol cigarettes on the black market. And I, I And I wrote back to you and I said, can I talk to you on the phone? And you're like, well, hang on, I'm brushing my teeth. Why do you mm-hmm. even have to brush your teeth if you smoke menthol cigarettes? Doesn't it do the same thing? I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. I quit. Oh. Like eight years ago, yeah. Okay. So I thought that, I thought menthol cigarettes were banned in the entire country. I think it's just Alberta. You can get them in BC and Ontario. These uh, menthol cigarettes are also untaxed cigarettes. They are legal all over the country. So what do you do? You make a trip? Uh, Someone I know makes a trip and then sells them to me at an elevated cost, which I then break down the box into individual units and sell. How do you find customers? Like, are there that many people clamoring for menthol cigarettes? You'd be surprised. When they first brought them, I was like, what am I going to do with these? Bring regular cigarettes. And then, uh, yeah, people started buying them just because they couldn't get them. Like, it's just word of mouth? Yeah, some people are just, they smoke regular cigarettes and are buying a carton of these to smoke on the weekend or whatever. Word of mouth also... If you want to buy menthols, you should probably just, I don't know, search Craigslist or something. It's weird, though, because to me, menthol cigarettes are like a starter cigarette. So you're either 10 or you're in your late 50s. That's... (laughs) Agreed. That's what I thought, too. That's also what I thought. Okay, but are you selling menthol cigarettes to kids? No, definitely not. I haven't had anyone young try to contact me how much i mean do if you... i showed up and they look like a child i'm not, I'm not getting cigarettes okay is that what you do you I meet do live in, in par- the west end kids ask you for cigarettes and marijuana sometimes but do you meet in a parking lot do you meet it like under the cover of darkness how parking does this go lot, to- I, 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 I try to meet close to the house i don't have to go for a huge drive if they want a few i mean i'll deliver i don't mind but is it like in a movie where you wrap the package of cigarettes in a newspaper and you hand over a newspaper no, just in a plastic shopping bag. How much do you I get do, for... I do like the mafia envelope thing, though, if you're handing money around. That's yeah, cool, where you right? just sort of brush... You just brush shoulders in a train station and you make drop the... the package? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Much... I don't know if uh, okay. people buying these cigarettes are uh, that savvy to that kind of deal. Hang on. Anyone else get the feeling this guy doesn't want to answer the question about how much? Okay, one more time. How much do you get for a pack of menthol cigarettes? Uh, I only sell by the carton. Okay, so how much? 60 bucks a carton. And what do you pay for that carton? I only pay 40 bucks for that carton. You don't pay what? I pay 40 bucks for that carton. So you're making 20 a carton. I am, yeah. How many yeah, deliveries? You don't even want to know. My buddy's paying that. Jeez, oh. <laughs> he's paying next to nothing. He's hosing me. Okay, hang on. Well, I appreciate this. It's a little glimpse behind the black curtain. What are you selling? What are you buying? The Gunner Andrew Show Podcast. I wish I was a Sonic Rocker winner. Everyone would be so proud of me. It was Ashley's turn to take a shot at the Sonic Rock door today. We opened the door, let out that microscopic clip, and she guessed Cage the Elephant Trouble. Nope, no money for Ashley. So tomorrow morning at 8.20, The Rock Door is worth $1,432. Good luck. Tune in to The Garner Andrews Show weekdays at 8.20 to take your shot at the Sonic Rock Door jackpot. For Butler Plumbing and Heating. Garner. Um, I really want those cigarettes. 
You know what? It's funny because I'm getting bombarded with text messages and phone calls from people who are like, can you pass me menthol cigarette guy's number? I don't feel yeah. right doing... Well, for a couple of reasons. Um, first of all, I feel like I could get in a lot of trouble. I but, don't think so. But secondly, the bigger reason is is that I get the feeling some of these people trying to get black market cigarette guy's phone number are reporters from other media outlets that so, I won't I, mention. I, I just want to smoke them. Um, and the price is, you know, like buying a carton of regular cigarettes that we can, we're allowed to smoke is over $100. What? Yeah. So $60 or whatever he sells, 60 bucks for a carton, that's a pretty good deal then, hey? And when they stop selling them in Alberta, my dad works in Lloyd Minister during the week, and I would get him to bring me home a carton of smoke, of methyls every every month. Oh my God, your and dad knows you like smoke? And, yeah. I'm, I'm joking. Well, <laughs> yeah, I'm in my 30s. I'm, you know. <laughs> but okay, so you're, are, is your dad still mulling in cigarettes for you? No, I, you know, I rather buy them by the pack because dishing out like 130 bucks just at one time just seemed too much because in Saskatchewan, everything costs more. Yeah, okay. But uh, then, you know, I, I don't think that. Rachel Notley had the right to tell us, oh, you know, we don't want young people to smoke, so we're not let selling menthols. And I, as a child or teenager, I didn't know any young person who smoked menthols. Yeah, it was your grandma's smoke. It was the old lady's smoke, which, you know, I'm in my mid-30s, so I'm old. I can smoke them. Okay, hang on. I'm putting you on hold. I'm not giving out the phone number. I'm sorry. I don't want to get in trouble, and like I said, I don't want to. I don't want to hand this valuable phone number over to a reporter from another outlet. Okay. Four two three one zero two. See more requests for menthol cigarette guy's phone number. Four two three one zero two nine is my phone number. If you're texting the show, it's one zero zero two nine. Somebody said unpasteurized milk is for making cheese. Somebody up. I sell Kinder Eggs to friends in the United States. You can't get a Kinder Egg in the U.S.? Is that interesting? The Garner Andrews Show Podcast. Garner! Bryce and I are just texting back and forth here this morning with a couple of black market bones people. Did you know that was a thing, too? That people are selling and buying on the black market? And, of course, I had to ask the question, what kind of bones? And they're like... uh, Human? Baboon? I don't know why you would want that. What is... Just to collect, just to have on your mantle? Where your wedding photos used to be? Anyway, we're talking about the black market here. What are you dabbling in? The number one thing, I think, is... Uh, people are buying smokes, menthol cigarettes on the black market. We had a menthol cigarettes guy on. He deals in the mint death sticks. And uh, he said that he buys them for about $40 a carton and flips them for 60 But the guy he's getting them from doesn't pay anywhere near $40. And I can't believe how many people want menthol cigarette guy's phone number. And again, I'm sorry, I can't, I, I'm not going to do that because I feel like I could get in a lot of trouble here. And I don't want to contribute to the black market. Anyway, go ahead, Sonic. 
I heard you were talking about buying and selling stuff off Kijiji or Facebook buy and sell. Yeah, well, black market stuff. Oh, black market stuff. Oh, okay, forget it. Oh, why? What are you selling? Well, I buy and sell chainsaws and lawnmowers and weed whackers because they're cheap in the winter. Okay. Yeah. A cha- the chainsaw market, it heats up in the spring, right? It sure does, yeah. And in the fall. Yep. But nobody uses their chainsaw at this time of year. No, no. So you can get like a good steel 250 for 100 bucks, 150 bucks, and they're a four or $500 saw. Okay, so a steel 250, is that the chainsaw I need? Yeah, if you're going to do well for camping, for cutting firewood, I've actually packed that on my quad to cut logs out of the trails for when we go quadding. So this time of year, you're combing Kijiji, Craigslist, looking for good quality, like Husqvarna. Are those good? Yep. Yeah, I've got two of those and I've got about nine skills right now. Okay. And what you do is you look for them cheap. Do you have to fix them up or are you just flipping them? No, no. Actually, you, you pull them apart, make sure air filters are clean, maybe do a plug in one or two of them, check the chain, make sure they're sharp, and then you wait till March or April and you put them back on Kijiji and what double your of, money. What kind of profit are you making? How, what, like... An average chainsaw, what are you paying for it? Uh, between 100 and 200 bucks. And then doubling your money? Doubling your money every single time or more because I bought a couple of 290 for 150 bucks. I had to do a couple little things like do a chain, which is $25 and, you know, stuff like that. Put fresh okay. fuel in it, get it running, and that'll probably go for $400, $500 maybe. Guess what? Hmm. Everybody's getting into the chainsaw game now. <laughs> you are, I can tell. <laughs> I'm going to buy one. I have a couple. If you ever need one, I'll just give you one. Yeah. Well, you, your don't, you don't have to give me one. I just want to be the guy when we're all camping, because I camp with a great big group of friends. I just want to be the guy who's like, I have a chainsaw, and then I go to my sure. trailer and I pull one out. You're going you're gonna to be the man. Tell me, how believable is my chainsaw game here? You ready? That sounds like a weed whacker. Really? Well, can you do a chainsaw? sounds like a really cheap Poulan Pro. Chainsaw, but yes. What? Give me you a good chainsaw. Sure. Give me a good one. I, I can't do it. You, if I had my chainsaw here, I'd fire it up. Like, <laughs> even better, better right there. Okay. Did that sound yeah. like a steel or maybe a Husqvarna? Uh, more like an Echo Electric. <laughs> oh, jeez. Beat it. <laughs> the Garner Andrews Show podcast. Garner. Music news you can use on Sonic 1029. Here's Bryce Kelly. It's Wednesday, February 7th, and this is what's up. Chester Bennington's widow was recently at an event in Toronto and opened up a bit about Chester's death last summer. She said that he likely relapsed with alcohol and went down a shame spiral, but she thought the death of his good friend Chris Cornell just a couple months earlier would have deterred him from taking such drastic measures. Sonic. Foo Fighters are having some fun on tour. They released a list of things that are banned from their shows. It includes normal stuff like glass containers or weapons, but also on this list are things like unflattering photos of Ryan Seacrest, pencils that aren't number two, and derogatory press clippings about Shania Twain. And the Juno nominees were announced yesterday. Arcade Fire are up for several awards, such as Group of the Year, Album of the Year, and Single of the Year. Gord Downey got a few nominations for his solo album that came out after his death. Arkells are up for a couple. Others nominated include Alan Raymond, Glorious Sons, Big Wreck, and DFA. 
The Junos will be handed out at the end of March. That's it for music news you can use. I'm Bryce on Sonic. Garner! Um, I don't, I don't want to talk about the cigarette guy because, you know, I don't smoke anymore. But I wanted to talk, you made a comment when you were on the news about your phone kind of waking up, like when you say certain things. Well, yeah, when I, I was talking to somebody named Cindy the other day and I went, hey, Cindy. Or what? And my phone and Siri started talking to me. When I go, "Hey Sarah," my phone wakes, and now it won't do it. Well, I had a I had a, a moment where I was in a meeting at work, and I took my phone with me because I always take my phone with me. I have a teenager, so there's always like panic mode, texting, "Mom, give me money." So I'm like, I had to take my phone with me to this meeting, and I don't know what I said, but my phone spontaneously decided to wake up and start playing Diane Word. I think you're Fiki. In the middle of the meeting. And and so when stuff like that happened, I, I panicked. And it was like all of a sudden I forgot how to use my phone. I literally picked it up and I started like slamming the screen with the palm of my hand. I was like, no, no, shut up, shut up. And everyone in the meeting was just looking at me like, what are you listening to on your phone? They didn't enjoy this sweet jam? No, they did not. Especially when they were like, sexy boys. And I was like, oh my God, this is so bad. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this edition of the Garner Andrew Show podcast. Check Sonic1029.com for more.